ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, I am so goddamn delighted to welcome you to this month's episode of the Chips and Bits podcast. I'm Kenny Myers, and with me as always is my dear good friend, Matthew Anderson. That's right. The, you did the name part right. You won. Mm-hmm. You won today's sport. And today we're going to talk about a series that I am so surprised that we're actually going to talk about today. Me too, Kenny. I would have never thought... In a million years. In at least 10 years. Okay. Maybe 10 years. That we would do... Because then they give the reboot to another company <laughs> and it's actually really good, you know? Yeah. That we would be talking about a non-rebooted Assassin's Creed. Today's yeah. game is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. And I, we, we never leave room for the cold open anymore, and it makes editing this podcast really difficult. Does it? Yes, it does. So I just gave you one right there, and you talked right over top of it. Or did I? Today, like I said before, the sound played. Uh, we were talking about Assassin's Creed Syndicate, a game which Matt spent 60 hours playing. Which is a, a whole lot Phenomenal of Phenomenal for, for Matt. Yeah. I don't know what he does with this time because he seems to be busy all the time, but I mean, I don't, I don't really see any output from it. Well, you know, there's work. Yeah, that's, that's an amount of time. And then there's sleeping. Yeah, you probably sleep too much. That's probably eating. your problem. I usually only sleep like six to seven hours a night. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Boy, we should do something about that. That's not very healthy. I've always felt healthy. Oh, yeah, that's because you are healthy. Thanks. It's annoying. Yeah, so 60 hours is a long time. Yes. For me. It is. Yeah. Well, that, that's like Mass Effect level dedication. Oh, Mass Effect. And I'd love to say that... Uh, it had Mass Effect level... <laughs> Those 60 hours were as enjoyable as the 50 hours I spent on... So we should probably talk a little bit about Stockholm Syndrome a little bit. please. When you fall in love with your capturer. Mm -hmm. uh, But uh, there's also, I guess, uh, an endurance test of sorts with Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. There are so many fucking collectibles in these games. Yeah. There's too many. And by so many, you mean too much. Too many and without purpose. Yes. It's literally just a, hey, we put a thing over here. Go get it. Yeah. Yeah, and the purpose is to get stuff so that you can get more stuff. Yeah, but you can go through the entire game, and if you're skilled enough, you don't need any of the level ups to play the game any better. No. Um, And so what they're saying is, get all these collectibles so that playing the actual game is a little bit better, but you don't have to get the collectibles because you can still play it, and so you end up playing through the game instead of getting the collectibles, and then you get the collectibles, and then they're even more useless because you've already played through most of the game. So by the time I had gotten... I was, so there are... Assassin's Creed divides their games up into chapters. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since we've talked about one. I think the last one was three that we talked about, yeah. which was fucking awful. Yeah. That was probably one of the, the worst... One of the worst games we've both played. It was pretty bad. We, which I think we tried to be nicer back then and talk yeah. about some redeeming qualities. Yeah. But Matt never played an Assassin's Creed game until this one after that. That is correct. But I've played almost every Assassin's Creed game to that. Which is unbelievable to me. 
I know. I don't know what it is. It's sort of like um, meditation for me. What I'm doing is not necessarily enjoyable. It's not necessarily negative. It's just sort of a mindless Zen state I enter walking around opening fucking treasure chests every two. I think two. there's a different word for that. What's that, uh, what's that thing when you're very religious uh, and then you want to like hit yourself in the back with like a leather whip? Uh, that's S&M. That's not, has nothing to do no, with no, religion. No, 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 no. You know, you take like the, you know, you whip your back. It's like repentance, you know? Yeah. You think it's for all my gaming sins? Yeah. Impossible, Matt, because all of my gaming has been done appropriately and uh, with the right choices made. Well, anyways, let's talk about the game still. Yes. So, Matt, what did you think about Assassin's Creed Syndicate? Well, this is a hard one to know where to start to talk about all the different things. Uh, we already so, covered the annoying collectibles. Yeah, that's just one of the Without purpose. Things. So... Well, did you like the game? I thought it was okay. Yeah, I thought it was pretty okay. Um, Better than two? No. Better than any of the two sequels? It's not better than one, and it's not better than two. One was pretty bad. One is pretty bad if you're comparing just the mechanics of the game to this game. Yeah. But, yes, there's some nostalgia looking back on it, but since it was the first time that you'd ever played an Assassin's Creed game, a lot of those unshiny parts were covered over by, you know, nostalgia and like the fantasy of like, wow, they're doing a game like this. This is amazing. Plus one and two were the last games to feature missions where you assassinate people. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is what I was driving at. Um, so going into this game, there were so many things about this franchise as a whole yeah. that I was disenfranchised about. Hey! Um, but I, I can't stress enough the one you just pointed out, which is the name of the game is Assassin's Creed. And I don't feel like I've really assassinated anyone since the second game in the series. Right. So, until this game. Until this game. Yes. So one major area that they improved upon that, so good. that they made great again was almost all of the major story missions. The end of them are all assassination missions. So good. And not only that, they actually found a way to, get this, get this, improve that without adding some other sort of game mechanic into Grenades. the game. <laughs> They, they literally made it um, exciting. It, it kind of reminded me of the uh, goal-based objective stuff in like a splint, the, the most recent Splinter Cell games. The primary objective would be, here's a person. You need to go assassinate them. But there were, first of all, multiple ways you could approach that, both entrances and styles of how you would do it. And then there were typically either a, a goal or more commonly a person, a guard or somebody involved in, this, in, in the location that you could get to first and they would help they would basically either make it easier or open up a different path for you to get to the end of your mission they give you a key to unlock a separate door so you could get through and increase uh, the likelihood that you could do it easily so i thought the ways that in which they had approved it were also very interesting and made the assassination missions really fun i thought that the mechanic of choosing how you killed them and it gives you three options generally mm -hmm. one of them being the unique kill which i did every time yeah Almost every time. Yeah. The other ones didn't, they didn't sell them uh, too much appealing. I don't know why you wouldn't do the unique kill because it's the most theatrical. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Literally in a theater in one of them. <laughs> uh, I wish they actually applied that open ended sort of concept to all their missions in the game. I think that would be great. What all, the, all that did to you is like, this is the future of where they should take this yes, concept. Absolutely. The, the next game should be all of that all the time. Right. And no follow missions. No, no. No, like, no 3,000 treasure chests to collect. Just well, here's, here, I, can, I can caveat that slightly. Some of the tinier side missions, 
like kidnap this person or follow tail this person. That would be okay if, if, and this is a big if, if that is somehow a lead in a preface to a larger scoped mission. Like if that's one of the alternative things, you can tail this person to get extra information to make it, you know, that would be fine. Yeah. But having that as a whole swath of types of missions where you have to complete 10 of them for no apparent reason. Right. Completely ridiculous. What did you think uh, in this game? There is a mechanic where you sort of can take over territories by doing specific types of missions. Yeah. What did you think of that mechanic? So it's essentially you take over territory by either like killing a Templar, kidnapping a victim, freeing some kids, which is mostly a stealth mission. And they were having played through most of the Assassin's Creed, although I wouldn't consider four an Assassin's Creed game. It just happens to have a title. It's really pirate, pirate name. Uh, I, I think was, well, I, I think it's the first game, Assassin's Creed game in a long time where stealth was actually relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so the mechanics of, sorry back to the the neighborhood mechanic the mechanics of getting into the neighborhood and unlocking like the mechanics were sound yeah it worked um how i feel about that illustrates how i feel about a larger point in the game though too which is like there's if you're playing assassin's creed the way i'm playing assassin's creed and the way i think people who are interested in that game are playing it it serves no purpose like the only thing that unlocking the different territories does is uh effectively increase your number of uh gang members so that there's more of them helping you out and like distracting people and you can call on them to come in that's not necessarily true you unlock certain levels and you get unlocks of more powerful weapons yeah 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 yeah, raw materials for crafting you get more money which money is actually really important in this game more important than in previous games but you got that for all the side quests not just the territorial right the territorial ones and unlocking the different burrows yeah all that was for that i could tell was owning that territory from a gang perspective. So And you do get enemies. a mini boss battle at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Which but is it, kind of fun. Here's why it's here's why it's stupid, right? <laughs> You're stupid. Okay, I'll ask you then, because I don't know the answer to this question. Go on. How many times did you call in the members of your gang to fight the enemies for you? How often? How many times? Probably like four times, four or five. Okay. Do you know how many times I did it? Zero. One. One. So that's how valuable that mechanic is. <laughs> admittedly, Somewhere between one to four to five. Admittedly, it was good, but they were really good at doing kills without having to get you. So you could stay on the roof and have them kill everyone. Right. Sure. It was but pretty fun. Also so much more fun but, to do what, Kenny? But. To do what? You like to take the hard path because you find it the most interesting. It's not about difficulty in this particular case. It's but about if you like to game. do, But if there's a stealth path you like to do, which is not the game. The game is just Assassin's Creed. It's not Ninja's Creed. You're not, stealth isn't a component of that. Right. Uh, it's just something that you can do. You tend to choose the stealth path. True or false? True. Right. That is the most complicated path 99% of the time. Yes, and it's not related so to you this wouldn't criticism. Summon, you wouldn't summon a gang, for example, but I summon the gang more because sometimes I just go in there and just kill everyone by fighting them. Right. But I did that yeah. too. My point is I want to do it. Yeah. I'm not playing a order my troops simulator. Right. That's not what I'm playing. I'm playing Assassin's Creed. Right. I want to be an assassin. But an assassin would not stand on the rooftop, me, whistle to the heavens, no. and then four people you would rush in on a horse and, and defeat your enemies. You for can you. fact check the podcast. In our Brotherhood podcast, mm-hmm. we liked this mechanic. Different. Because they're assassins? Absolutely. And you know what they did? 
They came out of nowhere like ninjas, quickly killed someone, like assassinated them, and ran off. They're not ninjas. They're what, assassins. Whatever. I'm saying they came in. It's like they're ninjas can, can be assassins. And but. here's how they used them. There were points in that game, and the reason why I love this is you'd be on a rooftop. In order for you to get down there, you would have to usually expose yourself in a way that would make it very detrimental to the overall scope of your mission. Right. So they had this option. Every once in a while, if you saved up for it, if you did stealth enough, you you played like an assassin enough, you basically gained the ability to play, to continue to play like an assassin at a moment in time where normally you would not be able to. But playing an assassin, just it's not just stealth. I know. Okay. I'm just demonstrating. You literally how that did was a different. Freudian slip there, though. No, I didn't. You said stealth, play like an assassin. I don't know okay, if you know fine. that. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. That. Yeah, did yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, in this game, it's not that they yeah. don't drop in off of a rooftop, throw a smoke bomb, assassinate somebody, and run off. Right. They come in like a bunch of thugs, fire like guns, like a gang, like a gang. Yeah. <laughs> distract all your enemies and basically stand there and fight until they're dead, or the other people are, dead. or the other people are dead. And you just watch it. And it's totally stupid. So that's something I didn't like. <laughs> so apparently the gang me me mechanics isn't something you enjoyed. The gang Did you enjoy the gang upgrade system for like the area no. as a result of that? Because I don't use it. But there are other components to it. There's the finance parts and there stuff. Are the finance. Yeah, I did all those. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Because again, I, very quickly, I was making so much money and I had, had all the things that I just didn't need any more money. Yeah. Um, but so... I don't know. Let me try I'll really quick. Let's exchange some things that we thought were really good about the game because I, I do think Why? the because the, we the, keep talking about bad stuff. No, no. Well, yeah. We, or we can talk about bad stuff first. I'll yeah. keep. Uh, let's keep going. Then, okay. <laughs> let's talk about what I think was the worst part about this game. Right. Okay. The story is so stupid. <laughs> the siblings. No, no, no. Not just the siblings. The whole premise on which the game starts. The guy. You're like, hey, uh, let's go to London. And, like, start a gang. Well, my counterpoint is they're <laughs> supposed to be mischievous. Uh-huh. No. You know what the worst part about this game was? And it does have to do with the story. Well, first of all, the, the two characters were, were, were likable. They, they were, were pretty good. They were good. They were She's probably the best. a lot more likable than he is. Totally. And that led to the most annoying part, which I texted you about because it bothered the fuck out of me. Because it was, it was, like, really enjoying Assassin's Creed Jacob. Because <laughs> all the assassination missions... Are Jacob, even though you want to play it as, as Evie, because yeah. she was much more compelling character, yeah. and she was stealth driven. Yeah. And yeah. when you did stealth in this game, it's super rewarding. They mm -hmm. they did a really nice job with that sort of design mechanic. But then almost every single mission, minus one and the last one, uh, which was fantastic actually, mm -hmm. uh, were Jacob. Yeah, you just kill as Jacob, and you're just like, what the fuck? Why even have Evie in the game if you're just going to make me kill as Jacob? Which is extra hilarious because if you remember back to, because I finished this game before you did. Yeah. Um, another one of my huge complaints with this game is that they put in this character switching mechanic in the first place, right? Yeah. They caught a lot of flack in the last one because it's like, how hard is it to make a female assassin? Just put it in there, right? Do you think that's why they put her in? I think so. Because she was substantial enough where I think she would have been planned for many, many years. Because these games are usually three years in development and they, they stack on each other. I think... You can't just throw think, in a I character I think the character either. switching mechanic is suspect. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why. That's fair. And my negative feedback towards that is that whether fortunate or unfortunate for them, they happen to make Evie, the female character, a much better and more compelling and more fun character to play. Right. So even though I could switch, 
And guess what? Even though I'm a dude, I had way more fun playing as Eevee. Yeah. So I played the entire game. Every chance I got, I was playing as Eevee. And I leveled that criticism at you. I was like, the only thing I hate is that like, there's this other character here and I have no reason to switch to them ever. I don't remember that conversation. Yeah, well, like, without trying to give things away, I kind of hinted at it to you. So. Yeah, but your hints are way too subtle. Anyways. They're more like not saying anything. So there was a way that they could have still done this. They could have traded back and forth and put you in a position where you're like, oh, maybe I should use Jacob for this. Yeah. But no, how did they solve it to your point? Forced missions where even though you didn't want to play as Jacob and you hadn't been and he wasn't leveled up and you didn't give a shit, you had to play as Jacob and it was fucking irritating. Right. I just hated that. Yeah. On the same hand, Jacob wasn't a bad character. He was fine. He was enjoyable. He was fine. Yeah. But Evie was so much better. Just <laughs> like light years beyond as a character. That's uh, so good. And like Henry Green too. Let yes. me play as Henry Green. Don't, absolutely. Uh, one other thing they, that they I... Literally, they really should have not I'm had Jacob in the game. so That's tired. I'm so tired of Assassin's Creed. And this is, this, again, along the story component. I'm really tired of how they use famous figures. Ugh. Just like Charles Dickens and Charles, Charles Darwin Dickens. showing yeah, up yeah, yeah. and being like, they're always assassins too. Yeah. Well, they're always standing like or at, Templars. The, at the corner by a yeah. pub and you just happen to bump in. Oh, have yeah. you met Charles Dickens yet? Here's a whole bunch of secret missions. I trust you implicitly. We just met each other on the street. I like how they go for a certain level of historical accuracy in uh, location. I love sure. that. Yeah, yeah. I really don't think we need a fucking celebrity cameo. <laughs> Oh my God. That's such a good way to describe it. <laughs> like, I really think that they actually did a really good job of making all uh, the non-superstar characters really likable. Even mm -hmm. the villains were compelling. Yeah. Actually, all the villains were, all the assassination missions, minus the earlier ones where you didn't really get a lot of time with them. Yeah. It felt good to, they were like, they were like really, they were they were well planned and yeah. well thought out. Especially the ones where the, there was two different occasions where they kind of switched sides a little bit. There's points where you liked them or maybe they were on your side. It was great. They weren't. You're talking about the, the, her, the cousin, right? I'm talking about the cousin. Then I'm cousin also talking about his henchmen that you like kind of, you follow him unwi unwillingly because he's going to help you. The gang leader? Yeah. And you know, it's really hard for me to see any theater sort of villain without thinking of Bioshock and thinking that it's just a template. <laughs> sure, yeah. Like, that's like, I forget his name, but that villain was so good. Yeah. And that whole sequence so Andrew good. That there's nothing Ryan. in the theater and a bad guy that can ever get me to think of anything, but it wasn't Andrew Ryan. That no. was the main antagonist. Right. Uh, well, no, that wasn't, but, you know, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the main antagonist is you. <laughs> uh, it was... Uh, I can't, I just nothing, nothing with theater does it because of the bunny mask guy, yeah. creepy bunny mask guy mm -hmm. from Bioshock, but he was really well written too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to your point, Henry, Henry Green was great. Um, a lot of the characters you just kind of interact with, they did a really, really good job of bringing them in and out of the story. Yeah. Um, the villain was a little one note, but he was, I was just going to say the only person who was super really villain. cliche yeah. was like Steric, the main guy was just like, of course he's got a handlebar mustache and of course his yeah. head is shaved. He back, looked great. Back in historical London where they used to slick their hair back and shave the sides. Uh, that's the Hitler youth haircut. Right. You know that, right? <laughs> um, uh, they, that was that time. Yes, I know. Okay, good. I was saying he's uh, cliche. He is cliche. Yeah, he is. He does literally have the the mustache. Like of, he just the, the did he wear a top flash. hat at any point in time. He yeah, should have. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But he did have the best last sequence. Absolutely. Of any Assassin's Creed game I played. Yeah. That last mission was super fun. Yep. And it, just the mechanics, and it was 
uh, it doesn't go into our complaint bin about how they forced us to use certain people because nope. you use both to do certain was, things in the mission. I was just going to say, reveal to the audience what they did with the characters. And, and it was like... so good. And they had you do contextually appropriate things for your skills. Yeah. And uh, and they had just a really good payoff. Like the ending for that game was, I thought, really good. Yeah. It was, um, it was what it needed to be and it wasn't anything bigger. Uh, I don't even want to pretend that any of the modern story stuff exists anymore because they screwed that up so long ago. That's I don't even know what that is. In, in it doesn't even do anything anymore. It doesn't like, even. Why is it even in there? It doesn't even move plot forward no. at all. No. There's like, uh, hey, here's this completely which se- separated story that you're not interested in that has nothing to do with the game anymore. It's so painful. I think they're ditching it. I hear that they're ditching so. it. God. Or they just go full into it and bring back Death That's Wind. what I really hoped they would do previously. I think that was their original plan, but that, that dream has long died. It's too bad. Yeah. So, I mean, that, but that last mission, uh, it just is very satisfying in the way that it's written and the way mm-hmm. that you actually, the boss battle is just really fun. Yeah. Um, so I was really impressed with that. It was easy. Yeah, it was easy. But it was because you can, you can. There were you didn't give you options like the other missions, yeah. but but it was well staged. Like the the character switching was yeah purposeful, and I was like, I wish everyone had right. been like this. I wish they took the open ended approach that they took for all their assassination missions for a lot of missions. Totally. And I wish that uh, the character switching mechanic, like you, wasn't. Like putting, you know, yeah. lipstick on a pig, pretty yeah. much. Uh, and like the whole fact that, like, the way they supported that was, you you switch characters, but like you're never together. It's like your your brother and sister. You've come to the town together, and then what? You have like separate goals, and so yeah. like, at any point in the so called story, you're on completely different ends of the city doing different things, but you can virtually switch at will. And it's like, why when I was doing assassination missions and I could, you know, talk to a guard or I could do this thing, wasn't it? Hey, you know take advantage of Jacob down there in the sewers to like do something like, why wasn't that the thing? It's right. just, it seems like it should have been such an easy realization. And that's why you, that's why you think that they sort of pasted that in after that Absolutely. controversy. You yeah. know, it's funny. Uh, I was thinking about that when the story, cause there was a point in the story where they're like, let's be friends. It was towards the last few missions. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, you guys were enemies. Yeah. I know. Like it was awkward. It was like, wait, you guys were fighting. Like, it just seemed like you were having the sibling rivalry. Yeah. But it was like very serious, like this is our last mission together. Yeah. It was like you are after all objects and like you want to start a gang. And yeah. you're just like, what? Yeah, made I thought, no sense. I thought it was just all like, Evie thinks you're kind of a dick because you're always breaking stuff. And yeah, you think like she's too uptight. Brother and sister. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, you better watch yourself because yeah. otherwise, whatever. And then like, fucking uh, Charles Darwin shows up <laughs> and it's just like, what the fuck are you doing investigating a poison factory? Help me tear down these posters of me on a monkey body. Hey, that's a pretty good Darwin. <laughs> I don't hear any English accent, but it's pretty close. We, I bet we have someone we can ask about the validity of my British accent. No, we have no one we can ask. Huh. It's too bad. No one with any authority on any matter. Oh, oh, let's talk about something else that was terrible. Don't talk about the grapple. <laughs> <laughs> So they added this wonderful new mechanic to Assassin's Creed. You know what? The grappling hook. The promise of the grapple will live in the hearts and dreams of anyone who's played Batman's game. Yeah, one of those like true little kid moments where it's like you you know the game Assassin's Creed, you have hopes for this one coming out, and then you hear of all things, they've added a grappling hook, Mm -hmm. and all you think is, holy shit, I'm gonna be an assassin running between rooftops, and then at any point I can zing to another rooftop just like I'm fucking Batman. And it would be, it would solve one of Assassin's Creed's most annoying problems, which is traversal becomes cumbersome over time. 
Yeah, once you get used to the mechanic, you're like, all right, okay. okay. Yeah, you're like, okay, I'm climbing the steeple. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. This is the one good thing about the grapple. When getting to high vertical points, it was very efficient. Yes, if you're on a rooftop and you jump down to assassinate someone, but then there's other guys there and you want to jump back out, like yeah. hop back up to a rooftop, totally plausible, worked really well. If you want to get to a viewpoint, which is their mechanism for unlocking regions, yep. it's you can just stand at the bottom, shoot right up, Perfect. Yep, works great. If you wanted to get from point A to point B at roughly the same uh, speed as walking. Yeah, uh, but run into things all the time. Did you ever shoot the <laughs> oh, grapple yeah. and then something was in your way and it just knocked you, just you off stopped. and yeah, you, you just, just fall? Yeah. I fell to my death several times <laughs> yeah. as a result yeah, of that. Yeah, that happened to me. Especially yeah. around Big Ben, like in those like high peaked areas. It was so promising too. And it did help in some cases. Like the escape me- mechanic was was great. It was great for escaping. But traversing was tough in this yeah. game. And, and why am I forced to figure that out and caveat the fucking game mechanic for what it was good for? Like yeah. it was in there not even for that purpose. Yeah, Never did like, they say, hey, you know, it's really cool use for the grappling hook. This. No, you figured that shit out. What it was meant for was moving really quickly between points. And it didn't do that. Yeah. It was terrible. And that. I mean, Batman's had three games and they figured it out day one. Like, so why can't you just... Was it historical accuracy? Is that what yeah, they were going for? Yeah, I'm sure for? that's what they were shooting for. Back then, if you had the ability to shoot a grappling hook from the top of a church 200 feet away to another church you certainly couldn't zing across it you would have to have some special glove and like shuffle your hands across it to like motor yourself to the other side that's really the only way it would be realistic realistically you know uh one of the uh bigger components of that is actually one of my biggest problems with the design of london and uh it has to do with traversal London was a great city for wandering around. Certainly better than three mm-hmm. and easier than islands, which you never did uh, for obvious reasons. But the problem with London and that time period was all the chimneys. Yeah. <laughs> I and was going to say, they certainly picked a, a, a poor time to make the accuracy of what your feet can step on and off, you know, a reality. And that made it really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because you would just be running and you would constantly run into walls. Yeah. And it was so frustrating. And then you're like, well, fine, I'll just grapple. And then you don't know where the grapple's going to land until mm-hmm. it appears. Oh, did you ever, were you ever running and then you think you're grappling for like one and thing? And then you grapple behind you? And then you grapple behind Fucking you? Stupid. If it's the worst. It really was. Yeah. I hope Egypt just steals Batman. So they're doing <laughs> Egypt's, uh, allegedly Assassin's Creed is taking a year off this Thank year. Thank God. And that's so good because this series has just milked itself to death. I think this is the best version of what the game could be like past two, like with newer mechanics, newer technology, as far as, as far as they've taken the concepts of the first two, this is probably a great example of everything that it could be. The missions were interesting. Like, uh, the story wasn't as good. Two is still really the best. There's no doubt. Two was unbelievable. Yeah. I think they made a lot of like, Here's what, they, here's what they did. They did just more than what they needed to do to keep it compelling enough that yeah. it still has some potential. So that's great. I'm really happy about that. But I, I hope for the love that somebody somewhere in the chain of command that's working on that game has the foresight to just execute some fucking restraint. Like that game doesn't need to be that big. Yeah. No one is playing Assassin's Creed games so that they can play it like Grand Theft Auto. Nobody. Right. And if they tell you they are, 
then so what? Make Unless a different it's kind game. of like an aromatherapy to make them, and then they just hang game. out and play Assassin's Creed. I'm just saying, make a different game. There's so many good mechanics in there. Like I feel like I, I, I'm always let alone the whole concept. The high concept right. story is so good. And I don't, I, you know, I really it's hard because I always like to avoid making like baseless insults when I'm not the person who's responsible for that. Like I'm not working on this game. I don't, you know what? I have very little skin in the game. But to me, like from an outside perspective. These problems just seem so easy to me. Collectibles are stupid. Collectibles are stupid. Take them out. Or make them only one collectible and make it purposeful. Like the whole London Secrets thing. You had to figure out what those were. Then you had to find them. And then if you got them all, you got a badass suit. Oh, that was good. Great. Yeah. I'm fine with that. That sounds great. Yeah. Go and collect pressed flowers. Really? Do you know what I remember? Across Actually, the entire I remember region of London. An interview with the former uh, creative lead. The guy who, who I'm pretty sure was responsible for how good Assassin's Creed was until he got left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he talked about putting feathers in the first game. Was it the first game or the second the game? The second one was feathers, I think, yeah. And he did it because he thought it was ridiculous to have a bunch of collectibles mm-hmm. in a game. And he thought it was funny. Like nice. He did it. And there was only feathers. And they yeah. were hard to find. And you, were, you collected them I all. I remember. All, yeah. You can get on me for playing Assassin's Creed. Uh, and he, uh, he said he thought it, it would be funny to just put a bunch of collectibles in. Well, thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> his, I mean, he's also the Desmond. He was the primary driver behind everything we pretty much loved. Yeah. Uh, not to say that other people didn't obviously contribute considering the size of those games, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, creative directors, they just, they just have this thing about them where they act like they know everything. <laughs> so yeah, collectibles are dumb. Take them out or only give me one. Make them purposeful. The Do side missions. The side missions are not necessary. Pick the mechanics from those side missions and make them prefaces or endings to other major missions. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. If you need to have multiple characters, okay, that's fine. But don't just put them in there and let me pick between one or the other. I'm going to pick one and I'm going to play as it. And if I do do that based on your mechanics, you better fucking respect that. Don't force me to play as a character I don't want to play as. That's yeah. just dumb. Like, if you want to pay lip service, I understand. It makes sense to me, but whatevs, dude. So, will you play the next Assassin's Creed game? I don't know. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's definitely different than after three. Yeah. After three, we weren't going to have this podcast. No. But after this, you're like, well, there's a lot of redeeming qualities. Here's what would need to happen. I, I, there's, a, there's enough people out there now. There are enough reviewers. There are enough trusted allies and friends that I have that just like this game, if the next one comes out, and based on how, like, because everyone almost unanimously was like, hey, kind of Assassin's Creed again. Yeah, it's pretty it's good. It's got some shit, but like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know? And sure enough, they were all right. Yeah. And I feel like Assassin's Creed is going to fool no one ever again. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it has used up all of its, you know, right. its bullshit threshold. Right. To, so if some reviews come out and say it's good, it's generally, that yeah. would, that's. And so if the next game yeah. comes out and it's like, Yay! Yeah. It's better than the last one again. Right. Then I'm on board. You know. Got it. But if there's any of this, well, you know, they it's another Assassin's they kept, Creed they kept this the year. Grappling hook, yeah, but they yeah. made. I'm gonna be like, fuck that. Yeah. No way. I'm All not right. doing that again. Well, there you go. That's Matt's <laughs> kind of recommendation for this game. I also thought the game was okay. Uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was fantastic. Um, but. Uh, like I said, I've played them all. I don't know what it is about them. I just get in a zone with them. So even if the terrible ones, I just get like in this weird place with them. But nothing's quite as good as two yet. 
And when that bar is met, that's when I'll feel good about recommending these games to anyone. Yeah, I feel like if if you can get this game, you know, at a slight discount and you're going to love the major plot assassinations. Those things are amazing. Oh, so good. Um, you're going to love at least Evie and some of the new characters. They did a, a fantastic job of developing those And characters. some of the good stealth missions were really well some done. Some of them were really well good. Yeah. The fighting mechanics, other than the grappling hook, are as good as they've ever been. I yeah. thought it was super fun to play. And harder. I like that it yep. was more challenging than yeah, previous totally, games. Yeah, Because they have the blocker thing now where you have to break through blocks. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so just just don't do your best to not be tempted by the all of the side missions and the collectibles. Just don't yeah. do those. Just play the assassination mission, the main story. You can finish it in a lot quicker than 60 hours, and it will be enjoyable. <laughs> or you get 100% it like me, like a champion. You could. Uh, yeah, so next on our docket is Firewatch. We're going to be talking about a much smaller game Yep. Uh, by some neighbors to the south, far south. Beautiful south. Beautiful south. Portland's well, a great city. San Francisco. Oh. It was made in San Francisco. Yeah, I thought it was Portland. San Francisco is a great city, too. San Francisco is good, too. A little dirtier than Portland. <laughs> it's a dirty city. But a, little... a city I once called home, where we once podcasted from. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least I podcasted from. Yeah. Uh, and so that ends this episode of Chips and Bits. And I'm Kenny Myers. I'm Matthew Anderson. And please, if you can, support us on Patreon. Uh, we're, Matt and I are looking to make a lot of money so that we don't have to do anything else. Millions. So... I mean, if that can happen, I mean, what, this, that would be great. So why wouldn't you want to support us on Patreon? Yeah, why not? Yeah, think of all the uh, one podcast you'd get a month. Yeah. 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 Maybe we'd even add December. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe if the actually. Patreon got high enough. Yeah, we might do December. December. And, <laughs> um, and thanks for listening. As always. I love you. I don't.